Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And then after that, I, and I, I, I usually say to him, now you listen to me while I pray, because if we both pray at once, you may go one direction, I may go another direction, no agreement. And then you agree with what I say. And so we, uh, I prayed and agreed, reminded the Lord of the scripture here in Matthew 18, 19, counted it done. That's what faith does. Praise God. And then said amen. And they said amen. And I opened my eyes and said to them, sister or brother, whatever the case is, is it done? And a lot of times folks said, well, Brother Hagin, I sure hope it is. I hope so. I hope it is. I hope so. And immediately I said, well, it isn't. It isn't. Because you see, there's no agreement. I'm believing you're hoping. There's no agreement there. Whatever. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with more from the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan. What to do when faith seems weak and victory lost. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. You remember, of course, in Mark, the 11th chapter and 24th verse, that Jesus said, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. There are a lot of very important things about that verse of Scripture that we need to emphasize. I don't have time to go into all the details of it just at the moment. But notice that he said, What things soever ye desire. Now, we don't talk that way today. We don't say ye and thee and thou. In other words, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now, be sincere about what things soever you desire. Many times people have prayed and asked for prayer. Things didn't work out. And they said, well, I don't know whether I really wanted that anyway. I've had them to say that to me. Well, that's, that's the reason it didn't work out. Now, secondly, you're not going to be able to push your desires off on somebody else. Are you listening to me now? He didn't say what things ever you desire for your brother. He said what things ever things you desire. In other words, for yourself. That person's got to desire them too. For it to work. See, if two agree, when somebody else is involved, get their agreement. You see, if two of you agree on earth as touching anything they ask, it'll be done. Jesus said in Matthew 18, 19. Is that right? All right. When that person's will, when the other person's will and the other person's desires become involved, get them to agree on it because it's not going to work unless you do. Again, the Bible said, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Well, they can't. They can't. If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything they ask, it shall be done. Now, if you take the negative side, he would be saying, if two of you don't agree, it won't be done. And it really is just that simple. I know a lot of times people have come to me through the years, I want you to pray with me about this. I want you to pray with me about that. I want you to agree with me. Oftentimes, I've joined hands with them. And I said, now, we just joined hands as a 
as an outward physical sign that we're joining our hearts, our spirits to agree on this thing. Sometimes a financial need, sometimes a physical need, or whatever. And then after that, I, and I, I, I usually say to them, now you listen to me while I pray, because if we both pray at once, you may go one direction, I may go another direction, no agreement. And, and you agree with what I say. And so we, uh, I prayed and agreed and reminded the Lord of the scripture here in Matthew 18, 19. Counted it done. That's what faith does. Praise God. And then said amen. And they said amen. And I opened my eyes and said to them, sister or brother, whatever the case is, is it done? And a lot of time folks said, well, Brother Hagin, I sure hope it is. I hope so. I hope it is. I hope so. And immediately I said, well, it isn't. It isn't. Because you see, there's no agreement there. I'm believing you're hoping. There's no agreement there, whatever. No agreement there whatsoever. And that's why things don't work a lot of times. Because really, if we agreed, it worked. There's no use of me saying that we did agree and it didn't work. Because to do that would be accuse Jesus Christ of being a liar. And he didn't lie. We just might as well fess up to it. We didn't do it. Are you listening to me? Now then, you're not going to push your desires off on somebody else. And you need to think that you are. Because that person is a person of their own and they have a will of their own. And they have desires of their own. And we do desire things for folks sometimes and we want to help them, all right? And there is a way to help them to take them the word of God, get them enlightened, praise God with God's word. Now don't misunderstand me, you can carry baby Christians on your faith and you can carry your own children on your faith when they're small because that's your responsibility. But when they get larger, you can't. They'll have to do it for themselves. Are you listening to me? And uh, the same way with husband and wife. As long as uh, one or the other of them is a baby Christian, you can carry them on your faith and do their praying for them. But after a while, God will expect that one to do their own praying, do their own believing. You can't carry them anymore. I know when my wife and I were first married. Now, of course, I was a Baptist background and I had the Baptist and Holy Ghost and spoke with tongues just for a, old, less than two years, really, and it's except the pastor of a little full gospel church. Now, she was a Methodist background, never heard faith talk, didn't know anything about it. I'd been raised up from the bed of sickness, saw certain truths in God's word. And so just a little while after we were married, we were married the 25th day of November, 1938, 39 years ago this past November. And, uh, you know, here in Texas in November, the end of November and December, especially up north Texas, more so down here perhaps, that, uh, you know, your real cold spell. It'll get cold a little bit or cool, but your real, what we call northers come blowing in, you know. And over there in December, really, we'd been married nearly a month, but the real cold spell came in. And so uh, she got a sore throat. Well, I didn't know this till then, but she said, the first real cold spell that comes every year, I get a sore throat, have a sore throat all the winter. All the winter. And then she said, uh, you know, I'll have to go to the doctor. We're talking about 1938, you see. Didn't have all the antibiotics and miracle drugs they have now. And what they did then, you know, they'd mop your throat out with something. I'd have to go to the doctor and get my throat mopped out. Time or two, he'd start to take his tonsils out, but she's running a little temperature or something, so he didn't. 
Well, now, see, I knew that she knew nothing at all. She is saved, all right, and a Christian and filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with tongues just, just recently. But I knew that she had never been taught. She knew nothing about faith, very little about healing. And so, therefore, I knew that in these things, she's a spiritual baby and that I could carry her. And so, therefore, I said, no, we won't go to the doctor. We won't have your throat mopped out. See, I'm saying that on the basis of Mark 11, 23, whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he'll have whatsoever he says. I can make it work for her at this stage of her spiritual development. And so I said, no, we'll not go to the doctor. We'll not have your throat mopped out. That chronic throat trouble that you have will leave you. See, I never did pray. I just said it. And it'll never come back. Well, we've been married 39 years and it left and never has come back yet. Never has come back yet. Never has come back yet. Amen. That's absolutely true. She never had her tonsils took out. That chronic condition left her. Now then, the time came. I want to show you something now about your desires, the desires of somebody else, you see. Get all mixed up sometimes. The time came later on, we were pastors. Many years later, our two, after two children. And uh, she had some physical problems and the doctor said she needed surgery. Well, she said later, I just always thought I never did really try to develop my faith. I just thought she could always ride my faith, you see. But no, God expected her to learn. Are you following me now? So, it didn't work. I can say all I want to say. It didn't work. She still got all of her physical problems. She still needs the surgery. Well, now, why didn't it work? Is it because I'm not a believer? Because my faith don't work? No, my faith works. Why didn't it work like it did 10 years before? You see? Because she's had 10 years of spiritual growth. She sat for 10 years under the teaching of the Word of God. Are you following me? And like she said later, well, I didn't even try to develop my faith. I just always go, well, Kenneth will have faith. Well, he'll do it. <laughs> well, who wants to be a baby all their life? Amen. See, but we just do that because, you know. And so, therefore, I, I kept praying about it. She's in pain and misery and suffering and trying to get her to the place of healing and just couldn't, just flat couldn't. Finally, I said, all right, I'll tell you what I'll do. I can't get you up to my level of faith. I'll come down to your level of faith. Start believing somewhere. See, I wanted to try to teach her faith. She hadn't listened all these 10 years because she thought I'll just always ride his. I think people always think I'll just ride the pastor's faith. But they won't. Are you still here? You're going home. So I said to her, all right, just whatever, you know, I'll just come down there. What can you believe? See, I tried to get her to believe the Bible, believe the Word of God, be healed, you see, not have to have the surgery. She said, well, at least I can start out believing here. I believe that God will see me safely through the operation. I said, okay, I'll just agree with you then. We'll find something we can agree on. And so we agreed that uh, she'd come through it fine. In fact, I, I said in my prayer of agreement that, that the doctors would be astounded. She'd come through so well. Well, she had the operation. And this is absolutely a fact. 
early in the morning, you know. And then about 8 o'clock that night, one of the doctors came around. And he said, uh, I see here by the chart that you haven't had anything for pain. She said, no. He said, are you hurting? She said, no. She said, he said, you have any pain? He said, no. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Plus, the book by Ken Hagan, You Can Make It, and CD message, Walking with God by Ken Hagan. All three tremendous resources are yours for just $14.95. That's $8.95 off the regular price. Call now to get this very special offer, 1-888-FAITH-99. Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And Winter Bible Seminar is February the 19th through 24th. So make plans to come here to Broken Arrow right here yeah. on the campus right here at Rainbow Bible Training Center. And for all of you that are graduates worldwide, it's Worldwide Homecoming. That's right. And any of you that has ever supported Rama, we want you to yes. be here because we want you to see what, what, you, you have what you have supported. We just want everybody to come. It's going to be a great, great time. As my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half, half your life. life. That's that, right. that was one of his favorite sayings. <laughs> it was. And it some was. of the people that knew him out there know yeah. that was one of the things he would say That's all the right. time. That's right. Hey, thank you for being with us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue to strengthen our faith with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.